Mike Seibert Radio is an independent podcast. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host and the guests only and do not necessarily reflect those of any broadcasters that any of us either have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Seibert Radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and the mailbag is MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the show and get your feedback. This is the podcast radio show where I talk about stuff and things that are on my mind every week. And on this episode, my guest will be Chris Waffle from acoustic nerd rock super duo Megathruster. He'll join us shortly to talk about their show coming up this weekend during NorwestCon. Plus, they just dropped a new music video, and I'll play that for you next. But first, I'd like to kick things off in our traditional fashion with some shout-outs. Shout it, shout it, shout it out loud. I want to extend a huge thank you to Ron Reinhardt from Dark Angel, who was my guest last week. Um, uh, again, thank you again for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Um, it was a really fun conversation, really great conversation, and getting to know him. And I also want to thank all of the Dark Angel fans for coming out and checking out that interview as well. I was uh, I was just looking at some of the stats, and um, that. Uh, as as of right now, it just recently eclipsed my uh, uh, my thirtieth anniversary special on Transformers the movie that I did uh, uh, last year. Um, that uh, that interview, my interview with Ron Reinhardt, the lead singer of a uh, thrash metal band, the pioneers of uh, thrash and speed, uh, Dark Angel. That is now my most listened to episode um, that uh, that I've ever done and released as a podcast. So again, I want to thank uh, Ron. Reinhardt's fans and the Dark Angel fans and everybody that has uh, put up such huge numbers uh, for that episode. Uh, hopefully, you've stuck around and you uh, um, uh, dig what I do on the uh, on the regular podcast here. And uh, if not. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'd also like to thank Brenda Oliver for taking the time to uh, chat with me last week, uh, uh, telling us about Federal Way Coalition Against Trafficking. And I wanted to let you know that there is a community meeting uh, happening tonight, uh, tonight being uh, uh, Tuesday, March 27th, if you happen to be listening on the uh, uh, day this podcast drops. Uh, that uh, that community meeting is going to be from 7 to 8.30 p.m., and it's... Uh, um, end human trafficking, utilizing resources and reducing demand. That is going to be at the Courtyard Marriott in Federal Way. That is a free event. It's going to be featuring guest speakers Jeff Ely from the Epic Project, as well as Janice Morris and Doris O'Neill from the YWCA. Um, if you're interested, I put out the first installment of Break the Chains 2018 last week. Uh, that's available on the Mike Seibert Radio feed. Uh, but I wouldn't consider it a part of the main show uh, but this is an organization I've become involved with recently and if I can use my voice to help spread that awareness I uh, I, I feel like I've done my part at uh, at least a little it's a it's a kind of a uh, side project that I'm doing just uh, you know to kind of you know uh, uh, stoke uh, community awareness <laughs> Here are some exciting coming attractions. But as far as the main show goes, I've got some really cool things coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, first, it's double episode week. Uh, watch your feeds because this Thursday, uh, my guest will be Caleb Lowry, and he'll be joining us to talk about a show he's hosting on April 7th. It's the Port Townsend stop of the National Catastrophic Event Specialist Tour featuring Sess Crew and Gmo Ski. Uh, that's going to be a huge hip-hop show out there. 
at the beautiful Olympic Peninsula. I'm a, I am stoked to hear about that and a huge announcement, huge show announcement. Now that schedules have kind of locked into place and the ink is dried, I am thrilled to announce that on April 10th, the podcast dropping two weeks from now, um, I will be joined by Aaron, Ryan, and Caleb from the Autopod Decepticast. They are going to be talking about their show, which is a minute-by-minute breakdown of 1986's Transformers the Movie. It's a podcast that I've talked about a lot, so much so to where I even played like a lengthy segment because, uh, you know, I, I tell you, even now, whenever I think about that that uh, uh, bit from their Christmas special about the ghost of the iconic moment and, you know, not getting Tinder dates at TJ Maxx, I just, <laughs> I, I even feel it now. It's like the corners of my mouth are just creeping up. I, I don't know what it is about that bit, about that segment, but it just cracks me up whenever I think about it. Anyway, that uh, uh, that is going to be a whole lot of fun. But wait, there's more. I uh, I'm also excited to announce that I will be joining them on their show, uh, uh the Autopod Decepticast, uh, for an upcoming episode. Uh, so it's going to be kind of like a time tossed crossover of sorts. Um, a little too early to make uh, specific announcements, but as we get closer, I'll tell you a little more about it. But man, I I tell you, um, uh, Aaron just messaged me uh recently and let me know which minute of uh, Transformers the movie we'll be covering during that episode uh, that I'm going to be on. And I am stoked. It was one of those things where he told me, and he even said, like, it's a... It's a pretty special, iconic minute, and there's there's a lot to unpack there. And I looked at that, and I'm like... Yep. <laughs> so I'm uh, I, I'm really thrilled to uh, uh, be included in that and uh, to tell you more about it in the coming weeks as uh, uh, schedules become a little more uh, solidified. But again, on uh, April 10th episode of Mike Seibert Radio, uh, those three guys will be joining me. Um, so I'm going to interview them and they're going to tell us about their show and why you should listen to it. And uh, I, I'm sure we're going to get super geeky about Transformers the movie, which as, as you know, know is kind of special to me so um all of that and more in the coming weeks on mike cyber radio but for now let's uh let's head to the phones and talk to chris waffle from mega thruster hey mike this is chris waffle uh thanks a lot for taking the time to uh ring me up and talk about mega thruster Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. And in fact, it, it's kind of funny. I, I feel like I kind of owe it to uh, you and your fans and anybody else listening because I don't know if you happen to listen to our conversation from uh, uh, Comic-Con, uh, from uh, Emerald City Comic-Con, that is. The, uh, the audio was re- really muddy. And unfortunately, what happens, like, I th- I think I could hear more of Shubzilla behind us than of you and I talking. I think I think like I had a bad mic cable or something. So I uh, I told my listeners a couple of weeks ago that, you know, I, I definitely um, owed it to you guys to do kind of a, a more uh, right and proper uh, interview, uh, you know, to talk about, uh, you know, Mega Thruster and your music and um, and uh, and your upcoming show uh, this weekend at. Norwest Con, uh, which I, I think is uh, really cool. Your uh, your return trip to Seattle. Um, uh, why, why don't we start there? Let's uh, talk about what uh, uh, what you guys got coming up. Okay, yeah, that's uh, and again, thanks. You know, I did listen to the the podcast from before, uh-huh. and I, I heard what you were saying, and I blame myself actually because I was trying. My voice carries. Mm-hmm. In a, in a public setting, I'm very loud, and my voice carries. And I didn't want to distract from Shubzilla's powerful. Uh, yeah, she jumped on. Um, she she jumped on to um, Death Star set, I think, to, just to do one thing mm-hmm. because they were asking for a family friendly, uh, you know, motif, and she was like, I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> in any case, I was speaking softly as to not distract from the performance. So that might have been, you know, and that might maybe some of the ambient noise came through. But um, in any case, we are excited to be coming back to Seattle so soon and playing at NorwestCon for the first time. And uh, so we're excited. We do, we played last week in Salem, 
and uh, that was that was a great time. So, but we're excited to come back and have uh, this show up in Seattle. And actually, with the exception of I'm I'm writing furiously new material, but after that show, um, our booking is sort of wide open right now. We have a couple of feelers out there to a few, uh, a few things, but nothing locked in. Oh, um, so that's uh, so for right now. That's pretty much the. The big thing on the horizon, besides um, some new songs that I'm writing that we're excited about. But in any case, that's it. Well, very cool. That's uh, um, I'm glad that you guys are coming back up to Seattle. And, and again, so soon um, after your first set at Emerald City Comic Con a couple weeks ago. And uh, I, I was really kind of surprised that um, that really this is kind of your guys' first uh, uh, journeys up here to Seattle. Uh, what uh, uh, what do you think of our uh, uh, little town that you've uh, that you've been to so far? Oh, we have, we love Seattle. I've you know my brother in law lives in Seattle, mm. so I mean I've been up there for for pleasure. Um, you know, and then seen the sights a, a number of times. Um, but the uh, I loved uh, performing, and the the fan base. Or the I should say of of the just the the, the geeky nerdy um, you know community up there is just awesome. So it was it was great to uh, hang out at Emerald City and perform. And we I I went to the show that they had um, that uh, Saturday night mm-hmm. that Death Star and Shazilla and they put on and what a great show that was. Yeah. And to see, you know, Klaus and Pop jump up on stage with his guitar and jam, you know, with Bill Beats there and, and Lex and just tearing the roof off the place. It was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. That was a great show. So I'm glad I made the trek out to uh, the local club there that they played at mm-hmm. and saw that and just had a, I had a great weekend. I was exhausted when I got back, but <laughs> it was awesome. So I'm and unfortunately, this time in NorwestCon, we're just going to be there on Saturday. I'm going to be on a panel okay. um, after our performance about, um, I think it's a, it's a, it's a panel on, on stage presence. I don't, that's not the title, but I think okay. that's the gist of it. And then we're going to have to head back. So hopefully next time, if we're fortunate enough to come back, we can make a full weekend of it. But so, yeah, so we're excited. Gotcha. We're excited to come back and do a do a show we're going to do a little couple of different things from the from the emerald city show oh so, uh, from from your set there in uh, music yeah, alley from our set there yeah they're a little different i think we're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna premiere live a new a song from our latest album that we haven't done live yet and we're gonna we're gonna try it out at the show so if you're going to norwest con saturday at one o'clock we'll be performing in grand three and it should be a lot of fun um there's uh, as far as as I know, you can just come in if you're at NorwestCon or if you have a badge at NorwestCon, you just come and watch us play. Perfect. That that's really cool, and I I really like that uh, nerd music has gotten a platform in uh, some of these uh, uh, pop culture conventions. Like you know, NorwestCon is uh, you know it's a it's a heritage show. I mean, it's you know it's its forty first yeah. year. It's one of the largest shows of its type. And then um, you know, obviously, we just had Emerald City Comic Con where they you know did this whole music alley thing and really kind of tried to put. Uh, uh, you know this type of music in the spotlight, and I, I, I think that's just great. Yeah, absolutely. And it just it, it it if you, and I know it's not you know everyone's cup of tea, but there's so much into fandom now. You know, you've got you know it used to be you would just walk in and it was just comic books way mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, and now you've got artists and comics and board games being played over here and you know, LARPing over on this side. And, and it just, I feel it just adds, I love music anyway, so I'm biased, but I feel like it just adds more to it. And, you know, it's, it's fun to see a concert and, you know, if you're into music and you like nerdy things, there's, uh, there's something for everyone, I think when it comes to the nerd music too. So very cool. 
I'm gotcha. excited. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, it's gonna be awesome. So let's um let's kind of wind back the clocks a little bit and just uh kind of you know reestablish some uh, uh, groundwork a little bit. Um, talk about uh what Mega Thruster is and maybe kind of uh, a little bit about what your music is about and maybe get into uh, some of the origins if you don't mind. Sure, that would be great. So Mega Thruster is an uh, an acoustic kind of pop culture geek rock duo and it's my buddy joel on guitar and i'm on bass um the album is is has more of a full band sound on some of the songs yeah. some of them are just acoustic and when we perform live it's it's mostly just us with our mm-hmm. acoustic guitars we're thinking about adding some more stuff in the mix but i don't want to give too much away right now but <laughs> it's uh it's mostly, you know, and it's 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 been described to me as, uh, you know, Tenacious D meets Jonathan Colton, um, maybe Jonathan Colton the early years. Yeah, and, yeah, totally. I, I I could I could feel that. Yeah, so you know, we're not as good as either of those two, but I took that <laughs> I take that as a compliment, and it gives you kind of an idea of of what uh, we're all about. So a lot of humor. And we try to, and then I'm just talking about nerdy stuff and uh, movies and board games and, mm-hmm. you know, characters and things like that. So, um, yeah, we've been around for over two years, so not very long. But um, the, the origin behind it is that um, I was in a an old, I had a thing going on in Southern California. I'm from uh Orange County. Oh, okay. And I had a thing going on for Orange County for a long time. And, uh, but it was more comedy than it was nerdy. And, uh, we would do comedy clubs and it was with my brother Mm -hmm. and we would do comedy clubs and, um, we had a lot of cool performances and, you know, performed with Kevin Smith once and we were on the radio and we did some things and, and um, it got to the point where, um, and we had a little appearance in, in a movie, and we it got to the point mm-hmm. where um, around 2009, 2010, my brother wanted to move into animation. Oh, okay. And um, he actually just got picked up on a, on a show. I probably can't say, but he's in animation. <laughs> I probably, Secret I don't wanna, project. I don't, wanna, I don't know what I am allowed to say or not, but anyway, he's gotcha. in animation. He wanted to get into animation, so he went down um, – he went down that path, and he was like, that's where my passion is. So our, our musical comedy thing kind of ended. Um, and then I ended up moving up here to the Portland uh, area, just south of Portland. And I kind of – I had been writing a little bit of music, and I was working on a musical that wasn't really going anywhere. And so um, we ended up going to Rose City Comic Con in okay. Portland. Uh, my wife and I, I should say. My, my family went to Rose City Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And we ran into uh, this little area that, of booths that had uh, Kirby Crackle, who I had not heard of at that point, um, and uh, the Double Clicks and Molly Lewis. I had not heard of these people, but there was this music section kind of of, of tables. Yeah. And they were actually weren't there when we walked by. Um, <laughs> uh, Kyle was. Kyle, okay. Kyle was there. The other ones were not. They were performing or they were somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? So I'm looking around. Oh, back up a little bit, too. Sure. But also, when my brother was like, I'm going to go into animation, we were, I, was, I was writing more nerdy stuff mm-hmm. and less comedy stuff. And at the time, you know, in the, in the you know, mid-aughts, pop culture was not geek culture. Right. So I'd go into a comedy club in L.A., and start singing about Star Wars, and mm-hmm. I'd lose half the audience immediately. Yeah. You know, or if I mentioned Firefly, it was like, so, you know, a few people would laugh, but I'd lose half the audience, at least. Mm-hmm. So I was struggling with wanting to sing and write about stuff that I loved and knew, and kind of pandering comedy towards a general audience. And I didn't want to do that, so yeah. it was kind of it was it was struggling there as well. So anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm at I'm at you know Comic Con. I go what you know then and my wife just starts talking to Kyle. What is this? You know he goes oh yeah, nerd rock and we do this and we do that. Kind of explains. And I was like oh there's a scene up here in the Pacific Northwest <laughs> of these bands. 
like, is this for real? And they're singing about the stuff I want to sing about. And so my wife's like, you know what? You need to get, you need to get, is this what you want to do? And I was like, yeah, I want to rock the stage once again. <laughs> it's time to come out of retirement. Mm-hmm. Chris Waffle must return to the stage for the people, really. I mean, it's well, not only for me, but as a gift to the world. Mm-hmm. I need to get out my bass, get out my pen, and come back out of my hiatus and form something new. Mm-hmm. So um, I just started writing again and uh, doing some open mics, and um, I met Joel. And we formed, you know, uh, we formed Mega Thruster, and then we've been playing ever since. It's only been a couple of years, but mm-hmm. we've been in that years. We've we've played shows with Double Clicks. We've played shows with Kyle, who actually gave me our, our first show up here. Uh, we played. We've gone. We went to Gen Con uh, and played there. We went to um, uh, we went to Fum Fest and played mm-hmm. there in Chicago. And we've been playing a lot around just in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's been really a whirlwind. And we put out two albums. Right. So it's been a real uh, whirlwind of just, and we're just having a blast. So uh, that's that's the story and where we are today. That's awesome. You know, and even in just two years, I, I can hear the uh, progression and development and growth in your music. It's like, you know, you, you compare uh, your first album, 20 Side Advice, to, you know, Wands at the Ready. And, you know, I mean, they're, they're both really great albums. But, yeah, you, you can hear that, you know, like, uh, you know, like the, the writing gets sharper, the playing gets a little sharper. And it's uh, it, it's it's really good stuff. I, I really dig your guys' sound and, and really kind of the uh, uh, what you guys are putting out there. It's really cool. Oh, I appreciate that. I very much appreciate it. And that's definitely all credit to Joel for that, to mm-hmm. kind of pushing us to the next level, pushing you know, let's add, you know, let's, let's, on the production side of things, you know, let's, mm-hmm. let's try this, let's try that. And, you know, I, we, you know, I, I asked Sarah Donner to, you know, do a duet with me on the new one. And so we just had known the first one was written very much, you know, as, as there's even a couple of my old, old songs that I like repurposed oh, okay. for, for Mega Thruster, you know, so some of this stuff is a little older and it's a little, it's, you know, it's it's a rawer, I guess, and the new one is much more. You know, Joel was kind of pushing us to take it to the next level. Yeah, and and I think the I think you'll see even a further progression in what uh, we're working on now, and and uh, just in not only in ideas, but also in just kind of songwriting. I, I, I'm a very I like a very um, uh, a lot of different styles of music. I'm yeah. I, I'm a fan of very eclectic. Uh, all all different styles, which is why I'm so I'm as much of a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm probably more of a fan of the nerd music scene than I am a participant. Sure, yeah, I I, I, love, I can relate with that. <laughs> you know, I I just love I love uh, I love rock. I love hip hop. Mm-hmm. I love folk. I love so and and the nerd music scene has all of that. Yep, but they're also singing about stuff I can identify with. So I'm just like, so when I get invited to a show, I'm just happy to watch the other acts. I'm like, oh, is there money? Do we get paid? I'm like, I don't care. I got paid in entertainment. <laughs> cool. Well, and that's that's one of the things that is so cool about nerd music as kind of like its own thing. I I. I I can't necessarily throw around the the label genre because it's not it's it's kind of like its own thing that has several different music genres under the same umbrella. Like, you know, right. you you know, you've got acoustic nerd rock, you've got electric you got singer songwriter, you know, folk, even, you know, throw in a, a chiptune music or, you know, yep. all these varieties of things. It's all, you know, geek music, nerd music, but it it's yeah, and and you know, obviously the hip hop side of it as well um and one of the things that i i continue to be so blown away by is how um uh, tight-knit the nerd music community is it's like everybody like you were just describing chris you know everybody like you know goes to each other's shows and you know supports each other and gets out there it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting it is very cool and it's it's i'm i feel so grateful to be just kind of welcomed into it 
you know, especially only only a lot of the these the artists and the groups have been around for, you know, five, six, seven, eight years mm-hmm. um, longer, you know, and and for me to just kind of be I kind of just came out of nowhere, I think, <laughs> but I came out of nowhere, like on a bullet train to hell, like I was just like, let's I want to go full speed ahead. Let's do it. You know, and so I kind of came out of nowhere and just started going to every show and just going for it. So, and I think people are like, "Who are these guys?" Yeah. But um, so I'm, I'm, I just feel grateful to be kind of accepted. I have a blast with uh, the shows we play, and like I said, and I know there are a lot of people who are like, "I only like country music, and that's it, or whatever." Yeah. But I love so many different styles of music, mm-hmm. and I can get all that, like I said, and and the people are just cool. Yeah. And the fans are cool too. Mm-hmm. I love talking to the fans after our set, um, or just the people who you know either go to the show or if we're at a con, and just talking uh, to people too. It's it's um, it's it's great. It's great. So looking forward to Norwest Con, like I said, for the first time and uh, having a blast. Absolutely. So when uh when folks go, you know, they see either at NorwestCon coming up, uh, that's going to be on uh, Saturday the thirty first. Uh, you guys are taking the stage at one p.m. Uh, NorwestCon forty one is going to be at the DoubleTree SeaTac, uh, uh, right conveniently right by the airport there. Actually, there you go. So fly um, on in, book your flight now. Exactly, and you, you know, land at you know land at ten or so, and you'll get there. You go and see your show. Fly home. Awesome. So a great, great way to spend your money. Exactly. Well, you know, if people are going to NorwestCon anyway, there I think yes. people will be prepared to part ways with their money, and I think uh, I think a really great way for them to do that would be to you know uh, pick up a bunch yeah. of Mega Thruster merch while they're there. Um, so, uh, so you mentioned that uh, you have a um, uh, the show that you're performing at one o'clock on Saturday. Um, yeah. Uh, do you guys have a, uh, a table? Are you guys uh, uh, tabling where folks can come meet you and grab merch and all that other fun stuff? No, I think there's going to be, you know, time kind of before and after the show. We can we can sell, you know, we'll probably have merch there mm-hmm. at the um, at the thing. But I, I think that, uh, no, we're not going to have a table there. This, Like I said, we're, due to our schedules, we weren't able to be there the whole weekend. So. Ah, gotcha. Um, but we'll be there probably all. We'll be there all day Friday until the evening, and then we have to head back to good old Bridgetown, Stumptown, where they call it, Portland. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, both of those. Joel, <laughs> yeah, Joel's actually Joel's actually Joel actually lives in Salem, but I feel like oh. people know Portland. Yeah. So I just say Portland because it's the biggest city. You know, everyone knows. But and I, I live in between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I just say Portland because we do a lot of Portland shows anyway. So you know, and it's it's the same thing wherever you go. Like uh, like for example, I I live in a city called Federal Way, which is actually about thirty miles south of Seattle. But you know, it's it's like when you're uh, you're at the airport, you're in the airport bar. It's like where are you from? Uh, Seattle. You know, right. that's, you know, regardless. Yeah. It, so I'd imagine it'd be the same thing. Just, you know, if uh, Joel pops off and says Salem, people are going to be like, "What? what's a Salem? <laughs> what so. an unimaginative town name. Who named Federal Way? That sounds like very, like, where they ran out of ideas. <laughs> and, like, it's where, like, the Federal Express was. Yeah, so they exactly. were like, let's <laughs> just call it, like, Federal Way. Well, that's oh, okay. Well. It uh, it happens to be home of the uh, uh, the SeaTac Mall, one of the other oh, most <laughs> and, claim to fame. You know, it's so funny because uh, uh, Kevin Smith tells a story all the time. It was like he had uh, like an uncle that lived in Federal Way, and it was like his last stop before he went to film school in Vancouver. And like mm-hmm. in a lot of his live shows, he talks about it's like, yeah, and I went to the SeaTac Mall, <laughs> and and I always get that thing. I'm like, I live a mile away from this. <laughs> You're like, I've been to the SeaTac Mall, too. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's true, though. 
Oh man. So, uh, um, so Chris, I got um, a couple more questions I'd, I'd like to ask before uh, uh, before we wrap up. Like, you know, you talked a lot about you know uh, Mega Thrusters uh, uh, music and you know kind of the you know describe the sound, but I gotta ask you about the uh, the graphics and the logo because you have like the most awesome uh, uh, logo I think I've seen for a band in uh, in quite a while. But it's <laughs> it's it's I, I don't I don't want to say it's misleading or deceptive, but it kind of like when I saw it, I was like, "Ooh, this these guys are going to be super hard." And uh, and I uh, you know I I found you guys on YouTube, and it was uh, you know it was it was a live set you and Joel were doing somewhere. I don't I don't remember where, but it was like, "Huh, that's uh, <laughs> this is awesome." I really oh, really get, like it. We get it. a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> we get it wherever we perform. There's mm-hmm. somebody in the audience going, "Huh." Oh, no, I understand. Um, that, you know, the logo, well, I thank you for the, the logo. I, re- I really like it. We really like it. Um, it was designed for us to certain specifications. So I, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm not a, an artist like my brother is who's in animation. I'm, I got the musical side of things. But um, the person who designed it was like, well, what are you looking for? You know, we kind of talked about it. And I kind of I gave him basically I wanted something that harkened back to kind of 80s cartoons. So I was like, combine like the Thundercats logo with the Transformers logo and maybe like the logo from I think an old Atari game. Yeah. And mash those all together. And then I also wanted, I thought it was important to have, just for branding purposes, mm-hmm. a little a little circular M of some kind that, mm-hmm. that was, just like the Thundercats had that tiger thing. I was like, if you give me a circular M, and then he made it kind of like a like a robot face, almost like the yeah. Transformer or the Transformer or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was the logo. And I didn't. I was really excited about it, and I was. I I liked kind of the retroy '80s action cartoonness of it. Yeah. But you're right. It does look also heavy, which I kind of wanted to convey too. Mm-hmm. But it's not. But I've heard that comment where they're like, "Oh, dang, Mega Thruster! These guys are going to come out like Mega Death." Yeah. You know, and <laughs> there you go. Like, <laughs> and be like a, a thrash band. Uh huh. You know, and then we come out there with our guitars and we're like, la 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 la. <laughs> so I mean, I get to me. I think that's funny. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to mislead anyone. Right. But you know, we just I, I I'm like, no, nope, that's our logo. Like, no, we're going. <laughs> I I try to um, in my mind, just so you know, and your mm. listeners. Yeah. When I'm up on stage, when we're performing, what I'm hearing in my head is like we're at an arena rock show and I have like a five piece like metal band behind me. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm in that's what's in my mind. So I try to convey that form of stage presence mm-hmm. and we're just blasting you with power. But really <laughs> it's just like acoustic guitars. <laughs> so I, that's uh, that's that's what that's about. So I'm sorry if I misled you and you're like, huh, but. Hopefully you enjoyed it anyway. Well, well I, for I, one, I assume you did. Oh yeah, I, I for one uh, appreciate the uh, contrast because actually, you know, like uh, um, you know, you th- like uh, um, you throw in the CD. I I still listen to CDs, but I you know you uh you know you throw in Wands at the Ready, and you know it starts off with uh, the Rockstitution of the United States of Antarctica, and it has what what I guess I would imagine seeing that logo sounds like because it you know it's more you know full band electric hard driving type of thing i'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah this is this this is kind of what i was thinking <laughs> and it's it's uh it, it's it's fantastic i like like i said chris i i really dig your stuff it's uh it is oh, i appreciate it's a that. whole lot of fun well, um, we do that song we do that song live and it'll be the mm-hmm. first song we pl- play at norwest con but there's like no drums or no electric guitars sure. and it's just it's just Joel yelling article 1 and I sing the rest and he's like article 2 you know my um, dream is that 
my dream is that someday we have enough fans who know the song that they'll yell out Article Two with Joel. Yeah, so it's not just it's not just Joel. Poor Joel by himself. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> see that that's fun though. When like you know you can you can have a song established enough where you get like that call and response from the audience. That's uh, that's always yeah. great. I mean, it's like you know one of uh one of my favorite Kirby Crackle songs is a uh, Ring Capacity. It's about the uh, Green oh, yeah. the Green Lantern Corps. And there, that's one of his best. I I love it. And there is I don't know there there's just something viscerally enjoyable about screaming the Green Lantern's oath. You know, squeezed together with everybody else pressed up against the stage. It's a uh, it, it's it's one of my favorite things about Kirby Crackle show. So yes, for sure. That's I love that stuff. We have yeah. a lot of that in our. But no, I usually have to like prep up, you know the audience. Say okay, oh yeah, yeah. next one. I'm going to point to you and you guys yell this. Everyone's into it, but they just don't. I have to prep them for someday. Yeah. There won't be any prep. They'll just know. That's that's the thing. Yeah. yeah there's uh, there's good audience coaching. <laughs> so, but, yeah. what, but while we're talking about your live sets, what, uh, what, uh, what can folks expect? Like, do you have a, do you have a, a firm set list or do you change it up? Um, do you, uh, uh, do you do other stuff off the path? Like, do you uh, uh, throw in a, a random cover here and there? What uh, uh, we have not, we actually were just talking about maybe putting in a cover. We were thinking about doing a cover song, but but uh, not for this one. We we have basically like a family-friendly set, um, which is like the one we'll be doing in NorwestCon. We have a uh-huh. more family-friendly version. And then we have a, a one that we, we do at like bars or when it's like uh, okay. and over that gets a little bit more, uh, the joke's a little bit more adult uh, themed and I can <laughs> I can drop more curse words during our set. So we have, awesome. you know, that's that's you know we have a lot of um, kind of I don't know like innuendo humor yeah. and kind of just you know jokes like that. It's all it's all in good fun, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, we have a that's the only kind of mix up that we do. There's some songs that we do not do at one o'clock at Norwest con. Yeah. You know, when there's little kids and there's some, you know, songs that we just say for, you know, 11 o'clock in a bar. There you um, go. Kind of scene. So, uh, <laughs> but the album has it all. So, and, you know, no surprises, but, um, and there's also a song, a song that we do that's not recorded. And I don't know if we'll ever record it. Oh, and I'm not sure if we're doing it Saturday. I sure. still have to check with Joel, but it's a, it's a choose your own rock venture where I bring someone up on stage and they select the path of the song and they try to, uh, you know, battle through, you know, yeah. and get to the end alive. And <laughs> it's, I have to, they make a choice and then I have to turn the page cause I can't remember all the verses. It's a lot of memorization sure. for me, but, um, so I'm not sure if we're doing that one for sure, but we are doing a new one. We haven't played live before Saturday. Very and cool. It's about, co- it's about cosplay. Well, perfect. That's you know, and that's that's perfect for No Rest Con and you know, yeah. especially the the uh, um, you know cosplay and con going season. You know, is full in full swing. I mean, you know, I always look at kind of like Emerald City Comic Con as kind of like the kickoff of convention season, mm-hmm. and then it, then mm-hmm. it kind of. I mean, like you know, we just had WonderCon this last weekend. You know, Emerald uh, yep. uh, San Diego's just around the corner. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely resonant for uh, the the times that we're in so um so chris i've got a um uh, and i ask all of the artists i interview on these uh on these uh awesome very very professional and polished uh, uh phone <laughs> interviews that i do um but like i have i have a three-part question for you uh yes. first what uh what is your biggest challenge as a band um two uh what uh, what have you guys done to overcome that challenge? And then the third part of that would be what advice you would have for uh, people that want to either form their own bands or pursue their own um, uh, artistic pursuits. Like, you know, it's funny. I, oh. I, I asked that, that three-part question to like all kinds of folks, whether it be, uh, you know, like musicians or other podcasters. Like I even uh, just recently talked to just like a show promoter and kind of asked him a variety of those questions. And it's, and, and I'm always, 
always interested by the uh, same, uh, uh, you know, different varieties of answers I get. So, so no pressure or nothing. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm just uh, kind of <laughs> curious what, uh, um, you know, maybe uh, uh, what some of the challenges that you guys have uh, uh, run in so far, and you know, maybe how you've uh, uh, overcome some of them. Um, I think the the biggest challenge I feel, besides just finding the time. To, you know, Joel and I are not what I would call young kids, so sure. we have a lot of adult responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So besides just finding the time to do everything that we want to do, um, you know, and still pay the bills and have all of our obligations, um, would be trying to to play or do the right shows. Oh, sure. Um, and and just get shows and have people come to the shows. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've played, you know, because of our kind of niche, you know, genre that we're in, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, you know, we we get invited, you know, people say, oh, you're in a band, you know, come play this. And we play some shows where it just, the audience was either not into seeing music then or they weren't what we were about or it just we weren't the right fit for the time or the venue or vice versa mm-hmm. um, because we're definitely not ambiance music. Right. So if you just want kind of music to listen to in the background, mm-hmm. we're just annoying because I'm, sh- you know, <laughs> shout, shouting Article One, you know, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm singing away, you know, Rockstitution, and I'm shouting, I'm doing stage kicks, and people are like, oh, I'm trying to have a conversation. Yeah. Who's this guy? You know, so... And and we've done shows where it's just like the people were not into kind of seeing music or they were just like, what is this? And so, you know, we, we played a show that was real kind of hipstery mm. in Portland one time. And I thought the other acts, I was like, what is happening here? And then we went up and it was just like crickets, you know. And, and so that's been a challenge, trying to find and – it, and it's hard because not even – a lot of people at, at even at Emerald City Comic Con uh-huh. so Sunday were kind of wrapping up, you know, from the the art, you know, the music alley mm-hmm. and everything. Were and so uh, I, my wife and I decided to head down to the, you know, floor, yeah, the show floor to finally look around before everything kind of shut down, yeah, and uh, see if we could do some shopping, check out <laughs> the booths, and mm-hmm. we're running around and we see some people that we know and and we talking to some other people that we run into at other cons people we know and um they didn't even know music was going on upstairs yeah you know so it's like it's hard because it's it's you know and some people just are not interested in music you know they want to see the you know they want to see the doctor who panel Uh they're into cosplay so they want to look at the costumes and they know music doesn't interest them that's fair but it's it's hard to try to just find those people who would be into it if they saw it and get the word out. So that I mean that's it's just a challenge and just in general yeah. trying to get people to come to a show, leave their house and come to a show mm-hmm. um, and support that live music. That's that's always that's always a challenge. So if you if you I gotta say you know I used to say this back in Orange County way mm-hmm. back in the day. We used to have these stickers like support your local ska band. Yeah. When the third wave ska moving, mm-hmm. movement was going on and like no doubt was breaking out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and they used to see these stickers support your local ska band. I want to say support your local nerd band. So if you, you know, if you uh, are into it, go out and see a show if you can. Mega Ran comes to town all the time and I st- I miss him every time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. i'm gonna catch him one of these days what one of these times one of these times yeah and yeah you know what i i really like that and i think that's a that's a great rallying cry is you know what i i used to joke about this with i i think it was like some random tumblr meme or something but like when i was on a uh, college radio station like there was we had like the sound drive it, it was like support your local scene and right, so right. yeah i would like to you know uh, uh repurpose that and co-op that that, along with uh, Chris Waffle here from uh, Mega Thruster, and to you know uh, support your local nerd band, support your local nerd scene. 
for uh, for sure. I I really like that. I think that's a I think that's a great rallying cry. And then um, the other arm of that would be, you know, what uh, what advice would you have for folks that are either um, not just maybe even getting started, but maybe have been in the scene or any, uh, you know, I, I always love soliciting people's advice. What uh, uh, what do you got for the folks that might be doing stuff creatively? Absolutely. Oh, and I just got to say, just to tack on to the last thing, too, the Portland scene has taken a couple of big blows lately. So. Oh. It's 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 hard to I mean, you know, we're PX Broadsides and I and a few others are trying to keep it together up here, mm-hmm. but or down here, I guess for you. Um <laughs> but uh, you know, Lucia's moving to LA, Angela from the double clicks moved to LA, you know, they're becoming big Hollywood stars yeah. and you know, we're still up here in Portland trying to fight the good fight. So if you're mm-hmm. think, if you're in Portland and you're in the area in the you know, over here in Oregon and you're thinking of starting a nerd music man now is the time yeah now is the time and i would say my advice would be um if i had to give one piece of advice mm-hmm. something that i learned with mega thruster that i did not do before mm. it's well i'll call it making friends but it's like it's you know people call it networking get out of your house mm-hmm. and go to places where other people are doing what you want to do and talk to them and support them. Mm-hmm. And when it's when you start doing your thing, it'll come back to you. You know, when I mm-hmm. went to when Omega Thruster started, I just started going to everybody's shows and talking to them and say, hey, I'm getting something started. And they oh, yeah. And eventually I was playing with them, you know. So yeah. that would be that's my advice. Get out there, meet the people, make some friends, you know, support them. And when you're doing your thing, it'll come back. Like I said, so I just repeated myself, but that's that's my nah, advice. Good. That, that's awesome. I appreciate that. And you know, Chris, I was just getting ready to uh, uh, think about wrapping up, but there were there were uh, uh, two things that I I realized I hadn't asked you about. I hadn't. Um, so we're we're obviously talking about your uh, show coming up at Norwest Con. That's going to be on uh, Saturday the thirty first, one p.m. Uh, so that's going to be at the DoubleTree. Um, um, in uh, in SeaTac uh, uh, yes. up here in Seattle, but you had also mentioned that you're going to be uh, doing a panel after the performance, um, and I don't know if I asked you uh, if there was anything you wanted to uh, mention about that or if there were any further details. Yeah, about that. it was, and I actually I'm, I'm a miss and do not have it in front of me, but it's at four o'clock, and I believe um, you know one of the uh, you know our friend from uh, Death Star is going to be on it. Okay. And a few other people are going to be on it. And it's about kind of bringing, you know, bringing the stage presence a little bit. I forget the exact title, but it's at four o'clock. So if you look at the program, you'll see um, you'll see it. And so you'll hear different. And the cool thing about that is Mm -hmm. it's all like, you know, again, it's all different genres of music. Yeah. So you can see what a hip hop guy says about how he takes the stage and a filk artist, you know, what he does when he Mm -hmm. takes the stage and. And and what I do when I bring the noise, you know. So, um, <laughs> I, I like it. I, uh, yeah, that that sounds like a whole lot of fun because I mean, again, like we were talking about about that, you know, kind of overarching umbrella of uh, uh, nerd music and geek music. That yeah, you know, I, I would imagine that everybody's kind of got their own take on what stage presence is. So I think I think that's going to be a really cool, uh, fun panel there at uh, at Norwest Con, and mm-hmm. um, and and Chris. The other thing I, I uh, neglected to ask about when we were talking about uh, uh, your albums was you also have a, uh, a variety of music videos that uh, that you and Joel have made, um, including mm-hmm. including a new video that just came out just this last week. Uh, do you want to talk about your videos at all? <laughs> sure. That was actually something we we filmed on location at Hogwarts. And um, I put it out for uh, – I actually forgot it was Hufflepuff Pride Day. And I was like, oh, geez, oh. I better edit this video and put it up. Okay. And it was like I basically put it together the night before. But the footage was shot like last fall. But, yeah, we have a lot oh, of awesome. – uh, we love I – have, I have a degree in film, and I really like um, – I really like music videos and, and putting stuff. And some of them are, are like lyric videos. We don't do big productions. But we have a couple that we filmed. Um, you know, for the first album and uh, a couple for the second album that are, are more kind of things that we 
are in, and, mm-hmm. and it kind of tells a story. And the one that we put up yesterday was from, it's actually a song from the first album, It's Rough to Be a Hufflepuff, mm-hmm. in which I travel back to Hogwarts for my high school reunion uh, or my graduation or whatever. <laughs> I'm going yeah. back, and then I'm, I'm reflecting upon my life, and, you know, I hug my my son and send him off, and the next generation of Hufflepuff. To uh, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually I, I just watched we, it a little bit ago. It's it's hilarious. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, we. The interesting thing is, I don't think you would ever be able to get those shots. So I filmed it. Honestly, filmed it in Harry Potter World mm-hmm. in Orlando, right? right? And I don't think you would ever be able to guess a lot of the shots that I got mm-hmm. because we went that we went during Hurricane Irene. Oh, okay. And so Hurricane Irene had just passed over, mm-hmm. and we were just there on vacation. We just went anyway. And then we were there, and the hurricane passed. And then we went to Universal, I think, the day out, you know, the couple, you know, a day or two later. Yeah. And there was no one there. <laughs> and everything was like a walk on. So I was able to get all these shots where I'm kind of just walking through things. And there's like, and I'm like, Harry Potter World is never like this. It's always packed. Yeah. And the lines are long, you know. <laughs> and I have all these shots of just me. Like hanging out, going this way and that way, and there's like nobody else. Yeah, yeah, there's like, like no around. people there. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. The hurricane scared them away, but I was there, and <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And I'm working on a, a kind of a fan music video right now for the song, the new one that we're performing, um, the one that we haven't done live yet. Uh, so I'm mm-hmm. trying to gather up some. Uh, so we're we're gonna have another new one uh, from new uh, the new album here shortly. And yeah, it's, it's something that, that it's hard to break through the noise unless you have music, you know, something up on YouTube, but I like putting them together and I, Mm -hmm. I have a lot of fun, uh, doing them. So if you look up mega thruster on uh, YouTube, you'll get, Mm -hmm. yeah, you'll see us there and all of our videos along with, uh, Voltron transformation sequence as well, but uh, (laughs) we're, we're number one. Awesome. Very cool. <laughs> well, Chris, it, it has been uh, it has been a lot of fun getting to talk to you again. Uh, Chris Waffle of Mega Thruster. Uh, catch them Saturday, March 31st for NorwestCon 41. That is going to be happening at 1 p.m. at the Doubletree in, uh, in SeaTac. Uh, don't miss that. That's going to be really cool. Plus that uh, panel about stage presence later on at 4 o'clock. And, uh, and Chris, before I let you go, um, why don't we go ahead and do the cattle call of where can we find your music and how can we connect with Mega Thruster out on the social medias? Absolutely. Well, our website is megathruster.com. It's as simple as that. And uh, our music is all over the place. and It's on Spotify and iTunes. Um, you can find it all in one easy spot on uh, Bandcamp megathruster.bandcamp.com it's all there as well and uh probably best place to contact is probably you know twitter or uh face we haven't (laughs) (laughs) joel deleted his facebook in disgust over their handling of private data but yeah uh, for megathruster purposes i'm still there (laughs) so you can go to a megathruster on uh facebook or um uh, on Twitter, it's the only the only thing I didn't wasn't able to get just Mega Thruster was on Twitter. It's Mega Thruster Go uh, <laughs> at Mega Thruster Go on on Twitter, so you can find us there too and and tweet at me. And um, I promise not to use all caps in my tweet reply back. <laughs> or or punctuate it with a sad sad <laughs> sad point. yeah God. oh man well um uh so uh, uh before i let you go um is uh is there anybody you would like to give shout outs to or acknowledge uh or anything else that you'd like to promote either uh upcoming or uh currently that we may not have mentioned yet um, let's see, just that we're working on, um, you know, we, I have a few, we have a few things, hopefully nothing I can announce yet, but sure. we are working on some new material. So, um, hopefully we can get another album going maybe this fall. We'll have to see, but I'm excited for the new stuff. Um, 
if you're, you know, again, if you're at NorwestCon, there's a lot, so much awesome stuff happening. So I'm, mm-hmm. I know I'm buying for a lot of people's attention. But if you find yourself at 1 o'clock free, stop on by. Um, I want to give shout-outs to, to everyone in the world. But um, <laughs> I, will, I will say, since I'm going back to Seattle, I do want to give shout-outs to uh, Death Star and Shabzilla and Bill Beats and uh, everyone I met up there, mm-hmm. um, Lex and Dr. Stryker. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, it's always great seeing the PX broadsides as well. Oh, and yeah. Kyle, uh, Mr. Kyle himself, uh, Kirby Crackle, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone up there was just so uh, cool and nice. And, um, oh, and the, and the, um, the other guy on the other side of me, guy, now I drew a blank. <laughs> How embarrassing. Chip tunes, the chip tunes. Oh, oh, uh, Nicola Whalen. Nicola Whalen. Yeah, Nicola Whalen. It, it took Sorry. me a sec. I was Sorry, trying to Nicola. think of the geography. I know he's listening right now, too. <laughs> I know he's listening right now, but um, yes, him as well. So, and, and everyone was just so cool. And uh, it was great meeting everyone. And the, the everyone was just so welcoming, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to me and my first time kind of playing up there. Uh, and so. Uh, very cool. So I want to say shout out to all of them, and mm-hmm. I guess we'll see you on Saturday, guys on Saturday. Awesome. Sounds great. Uh, Chris Waffle from Mega Thruster, again, thank you so much for taking the time and uh, uh, telling us about your show at uh, NorwestCon this Saturday. Thank you, sir, for keeping the dream alive. Coming up next, from their debut album, 20 Sided Vice, here's Mega Thruster with It's Rough to Be a Hufflepuff. And you're listening to Mike Seibert Radio. I got that letter from an hour one foggy day. It said you get to go to school in a castle far away. Got there by train and saw a man straight ahead. He called him my and put a hat upon my head And the hat said Son, it's rough to be a Hufflepuff You never get the glory But at least you tried Son, it's tough to be a Hufflepuff You're not the star of the story And you'll probably die Yeah, you'll probably die classes and I studied hard jumped on a broomstick to play Quidditch in the yard everyone knew I'd always be there for them every girl told me well let's just be friends and Hagrid said son it's rough to be a Hufflepuff you're not Plus on the test. When I look back on the life that I lived, I never get back for all that I give. And now my boy is headed. Train up on the platform, I hugged him in the rain, and I said, Son, it's rough to be a Hufflepuff. You'll be just like me and pick yourself up when you fall. Son, it's tough to be a Hufflepuff, and someday you'll see it's the best house of them all. Got the glow. 
The brand new music video for It's Rough to Be a Hufflepuff is available now on YouTube. And don't miss Megathruster live this Saturday at NorwestCon at the Doubletree in SeaTac, right by the airport. Uh, their set is at 1 o'clock p.m. And stick around for the panel about stage presence at 4 o'clock, featuring not just Megathruster, but also friends of the show and uh, nerd rock, nerdcore royalty, Death Star, and Shubzilla. Keep an eye out on the programming page of NorwestCon.com for updates. And that will do it for this week's show. I'd like to thank you all for listening. If you'd like to check out any of my past episodes, including my college radio shows, subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Play Music, the Stitcher Radio app, and on Apple Podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show wherever you find it. And if you do leave us a review, uh, let me know. Send me a screen grab or something. Just let me know. I will give you a shout out and I will read your review on the air. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. All at Mike Seibert Radio. And write into the mailbag. MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. And it's double episode week. So be back this Thursday, and my guest will be Caleb Lowry on to tell us more about Crew and Gmo Ski, the Catastrophic Event Specialist Tour 2018, happening April 7th in Port Townsend. All of that and more next time on Mike Seibert Radio. Until then, my name is Mike, and until next time, make good choices.